Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Quads Wrestling Podcast. I know you're not used to hearing us two times a week anymore, but this week we figured we'd throw you a little added bonus since yesterday we had some audio problems. Uh, today we're recording this on Skype, so hopefully it does a little better. Um, I'm, of course, Levi. We talked yesterday, so you know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> you probably listened yesterday, so you know who we are at this point. You know who we are, but you don't know why we're here. We're here. <laughs> So and I'm a recording from the dungeon of my house, so hopefully the uh, signal's okay. The new dungeon of the new house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The old house was the dungeon, which you can get that shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. The proverbial dungeon. Yes. Proverbial. The, du- the dungeon of my house is like my room. Yeah. Like not, the se- not the sex dungeon, but... Yeah, that's different. That's like a... Mm-hmm. There's like a key for that and stuff. Yeah, it's under lock and key. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> this Skype, man, you can mess around on here. Uh... <laughs> Are you, like, putting shit on my face and stuff? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh... So, yeah, we figured we'd talk a little bit about SmackDown, since we haven't talked about SmackDown in a long time. Like, not directly after it, I guess. 
Um, well, we did last week because we recorded on Wednesday last week. Well, before that. It's been a while. <laughs> Taking my thunder here, man. I'm trying to Yeah. I'm trying to work something up, but anyways, yeah. It's just a little added bonus like Tommy said for uh uh makeup's sake since yesterday the audio wasn't that great. Um So yeah, Smackdown. Where did you see yesterday that it was Eric Bischoff's first Smackdown? Was that like a good source? I I I read it the last three weeks probably that he was taking over the first SmackDown after Extreme Rules. Okay. That he and Paul Heyman both were taking over. From what I understand, Paul Heyman did have a lot to do with Raw Monday. And then I saw, like I sent you that tweet yesterday from Bischoff. Oh yeah, uh, he was on the way to that. Yeah. Yeah, he was, it seemed like he was on the way to, uh, he was in New Jersey and he was like, I think he was like 10 exits from my old house there. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, Hey, I know that place. I knew exactly where he was. That was crazy. Yeah. It said, it, it said on SmackDown recorded in the, uh, what does it say? The Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Yeah. Common. I live in the Commonwealth of Fayetteville. <laughs> so, so I don't know if maybe I'm assuming he was, cause he, I know he moved to Stanford. Oh, he Over moved. the last week, yeah, yeah. I didn't think he would leave Cody. I didn't think so either. He had a cush there. But... He, must, he must be getting paid, dude. Yeah, he had to. crazy. Been. Yeah. He said that, you know, if you ever heard the story before, whenever Vince had him come work for him, he said, Vince, he told Vince that he was like, I'm not moving to Connecticut. And Vince just yeah. laughed. That's like, he tells that story on D3 Weeks, I'm pretty sure. So it's weird yeah. that he would have moved there this time. Unless he just really wants to, I don't know. I guess the pay is pretty solid. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe it, that means he's more invested be. in it. I mean, maybe that means he legitimately has, like, they both legit have more pull now. I don't know. I think a lot probably has to do with it that his kids aren't young anymore. So uh, maybe true. I'm sure he kept his house in Cody. Yeah, he's got it's some not, money. It's yeah, it's, I'm that's what I was saying. It's, it's not like he can't anyways. afford it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and especially with getting a new big contract, which I mean that's all speculation, but I can't imagine him and his wife moving to Connecticut and not making like a ton of money. Yeah. It's getting a little choppy there. There we go. You're back. Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's interesting, but I hope at some point the details come out about that just so. I just want to make sure they're being compensated properly. That's all. I'm just I'm just worried about yeah. those guys. I worry about my people. You know? You're worried about the, my, worried about their money situation. Yeah. Not mine, theirs. <laughs> yeah, you're you're taking care of the show covers everything. Yeah, the show is the show is a fucking yeah, there's some money in this shit. <laughs> it's all right though. Lately, it's been all right. It's cool little bonuses here and there. So yeah, right. we gotta get some more hemp sponsors. Just have a ton of hemp sponsors. <laughs> Jericho's got one too. You know what? Fuck Jericho. No, I'm just kidding. You take you take that back. I I said I was just kidding before you could even say that. You know that's not true. I know. Mariah actually asked me the other day if she said uh, when we were watching 
I think I had uh, Fight for the Fallen on or something. She goes, how much longer do you think Jericho's going to go? And I was like, I say he goes till he's about 50, and then he slows it down. I think then he starts working backstage. You think then maybe he just, yeah, starts working backstage and maybe does like a match a year? Yeah, till about 54 or 5. I don't, he, he's, like he said before, he's never really had any bad injuries and big surgeries and shit. He's been pretty healthy his whole career, and that's like 30 years, so yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we looked it up uh, the other day. The boys asked me, and I was like, I'm pretty sure he's coming up on 30. Yeah. And uh, he debuted in October of 90, so yeah, next year. Wow. That's pretty wild. I mean, he's still he's still doing it at uh, 48 or whatever it is now. I forget what age he is because it's like he's not – it's like he's not in his 40s. He doesn't age. No. But I was thinking, too, when we were talking about that the other day, that I think one of my favorite Jerichos was the Undisputed Champ Jericho and the 08, like, Save Us Y2J Jericho with uh, suit and tie and shit like that. Yeah, I liked that one, too. Because he was so good. That was like... That was like the heel he is now, but he's a different type of person now. So it's pretty, yeah, I like that a lot. It's the same type, just a different personality. Yeah, he's more of an evil rock star now than he is yeah. an evil businessman. <laughs> it looks like you're sitting in like, you look like you're sitting in a dungeon right now. I am. By candlelight. I, I position, <laughs> by candlelight. I position myself here. Here we go. There we go. I can see your face now. Now you look like you're under investigation. <laughs> Did you kill him? No. <laughs> Did you smoke all that meth? Yes. <laughs> Give me back my son. I had to. I had to pay. Uh, I had to pay somebody via Venmo yesterday because I had to download the app and go through all that to pay somebody. Because it was one of my employees, and I said, hey, go to the vape store and buy me some juice and a coil. And he's like, do you really want me to? And I was like, yeah. So <laughs> so he went, and then on Venmo, it makes you say what it is, and I put vape meth for $29. <laughs> and then there's like a feed where you it shows what people have been buying. So people, somebody's going to be like, well, yeah. But everybody knows me on there, so they'll be like, it's just Levi joking around. Well, yeah, I mean, you're... You're, you're famous. <laughs> Thanks for recognizing that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about some SmackDown. Hey, before we get to that, uh, we didn't mention yesterday, uh, next Monday is the Raw reunion. We didn't yeah, we'll, mention that. We'll talk about I, that. I, the whole episode yesterday just seemed kind of off because we were fighting with the tech issues so so much. We were just kind of blazing through it just not only because Levi had to go to work, but because we were just trying to get through it because it was every 10 minutes it seemed like it would cut out. Yeah, like something was happening every 10 minutes or so. Uh, let me bring up the results here. So what do you think – what do you think is the reasoning behind this reunion? Is it just a quick ratings pop? I think it's a ratings pop, Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're bringing back Uncle Terry, Stone Cold. Shawn Michaels, yeah. Shawn Michaels, Nash, Hall, Flair. It's kind of... It's so random. It's like Raw, raw Reunion. For what? Yeah. What is what is it? 
It's not an actual anniversary. No. It's um, just like in the middle uh, of summer. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I don't hate it. I mean, I, I'm always down to see Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, Flair, yeah. Nash, all that stuff. Hogan. I haven't seen Hogan on Raw yeah. in forever, so that's cool. Yeah. But it it's definitely a quick ratings pop. Maybe it... I can't see it for any other reason. I don't know what else it would be for. Yeah. But, like, what? why, though? What's so important about this week that needs a ratings pop, you know? I don't understand I, I think that... Maybe Fox wants to see what the uh, older guys can bring in. Maybe. Because I did I did see that they were organizing a SmackDown reunion as well. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to say, I seen that they were calling a meeting with WWE a couple of weeks ago. Fox was about, I don't remember the source. It could have been some bullshit, but supposedly they were calling a meeting with WWE about ratings because it's been huh. shit. So I don't know. I don't remember the source. That's not. I don't know how credible that is, but I definitely read that somewhere. Uh, yeah. I guess it's just a ratings poll, man. But maybe it's something to do with the new guys taking over, and you bring in the old guys and see what can be done with them. I, I don't know. But what is it going to be? Is it going to be one big thing in the ring, a big bash where everybody hangs out and has a reunion, or is it? backstage segments that are taped way early in the day and Shawn Michaels already flown off on his plane. I mean, or Terry, I should say. He ain't sticking around. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work for him, brother. And the best part is Uncle Terry will have the shortest spot, but he'll get the most money because that's oh, yeah, what works yeah. for him, brother. <laughs> well, yeah, and he'll, op- he'll most likely open the show and then he'll be gone. That way he can get on a he's plane not- and get home. Yeah, he's not going to hang out backstage. Well, of course, we found the favorite amongst the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast fans, and that is GoGreenHemp.com. That's right, CBD hemp products. Tommy and I both use them daily to get through our days, get to sleep, get awake, you name it, whatever. We use it for everything. And at GoGreenHemp.com, we have a special offer for you. We all know hemp can be quite expensive depending on where you go, but GoGreenHemp.com is pretty affordable, especially when you slap on that coupon code at the end, Heels and Quads, and all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% on your order. 15%. That's a lot off some good hemp. So check this out. They have balms, bath bombs, beauty products, edible gummies, gel capsules, tinctures, animal products, pre-filled cartridges, and even wax crumble. You gotta go to gogreenhemp.com and use that coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. You won't get a better deal on hemp. I can promise you that. That's gogreenhemp.com, coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. Uh, so, SmackDown. Um... Just the same reason we watched this SmackDown was the same reason we're having a Raw reunion yesterday, next week. Just random. So. Well, and the main reason I watched it was because I thought it was the first Bischoff one. Well, you had me intrigued too, yeah. I can't deny it. Yeah. It says, so I'm reading this via CBS Sports. Tuesday night marked the beginning of the SummerSlam Live... 
Tuesday night marked the beginning of the SmackDown Live brand's journey towards SummerSlam next month, and while Tuesday night tends to consistently deliver, this week's edition of SmackDown turned out to be a bit underwhelming. WWE fans may be waiting on may be waiting patiently for the Eric Bischoff era to begin on SmackDown Live, but after Tuesday's episode, it appears the wait will need to continue. Uh... I don't know what that means. <clears throat> but anyways, the show opens with Shane McMahon calling the town hall meeting or whatever. Yeah, it was that was really, really fucking weird. Uh, yeah, and then of course and then of course Roman Reigns has to say something tough and walk off. And I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's always he's always some kind of sly remark. The uh, funniest part of it was is when the show opens and they show like earlier in the day or whatever. And Shane's telling Kevin that, you know, he, his services aren't needed tonight. Take the day off. You know, he doesn't want him in the building. And, uh, so then the, the camera pans to the stage and all the wrestlers are lined up yeah. and Amanda was in the kitchen at the beginning and she comes out and she goes, who died? <laughs> that's, was, that's what I they was, do. But it was right right after Michael Cold said the dead man. So I was like, no, he's talking about the Undertaker. Like I didn't even I didn't even think about it. Yeah, why would and they she's say like, that? No, why are they all she's like, why are they all lined up? That's what they do when somebody dies. I'm like, it's a it's a town hall thing. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, it's the Fed. Like you you never you, you don't know. Yeah. Uh let's see here. Yeah, Shane. So yeah, is- basic basically it was a waste of time. Bleacher Report gives it a D plus, so that's cool. <laughs> well, I give it a I give it a solid F minus. Yeah, that's like pushing the forties right there. Yeah, it's bad. <clears throat> then we get Alistair Black versus Cesaro. Cigaro. Cigaro. <laughs> Alistair Black versus Cigaro. You know, I like this feud, but it's already they're already doing this thing where they do it every night and then they do it again at SummerSlam and then they do it every night and then they do it again at Clash of Champions or whatever's in September this year. Yeah. But I thought that this was probably one of the better matches of the show. Uh Alistair Black and Cesaro on SmackDown. I think it was I think it was pretty decent. It's interesting to see Alistair Black win both times. There wasn't any 50-50 booking, so that's interesting. I I really enjoyed the match. I definitely, like, the kids were, like, not invested in it. They were like, you know, I don't care about this match. And I'm like, but this is most likely going to be the best wrestling match on the show. Yeah. So yeah. you should probably watch it. Uh, granted, we didn't watch Extreme Rules, and I'm, I'm assuming you still didn't either. But, no. Um, so I can't say if this match was better than the one Extreme Rules. I'm assuming it wasn't. But it was still entertaining, and it was a solid match, and there wasn't any fuck-ups or anything, so that's that's always a plus. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, then we get Charlotte Flair and Liv Morgan. And Charlotte Flair wins with the figure eight, but then uh, Liv Morgan gets on the mic and said she'll be back or something. Like, I guess she's... Something it seems like a gimmick change or something. I don't know. Kind of just a weird yeah, match. Yeah, because of the town... Yeah, you're a little choppy, choppy. The town hall, Charlotte, Liv, Liv uh, interrupted Charlotte and said, "You know, this is what we're talking about. How certain people take up all of our time, and blah blah blah. This is why we can't all get on." And yeah. Charlotte was like, "Yeah, okay, because you're so normal. Because everybody's born with a blue tongue." <laughs> oh, 
And and Liv said, what part of you isn't fake? Or is oh, there any parts of you that isn't fake? Charlotte? So, she said that to Charlotte? Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, well, so that's kind of what started that whole thing of them having a match. But yeah, okay. it was what it was. Uh, then we go to Ember, Ember Moon and Bailey versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Emeroon and Bailey defeat them, and at the end we figure out that Bailey will face Ember Moon at SummerSlam for the, or Ember Moon will face Bailey for the title, the women's SmackDown women's title at SummerSlam. One one of those titles. Yeah, some women's title. Uh, it, it was interesting the way this played out at the end. It's just one of those. I, I wish WWE wouldn't do this so often, but like the whole, hey. Good sport. I'm gonna give you a title shot. Let's be let's be faces together in this. You know? Like when two faces battle for the title. Yeah. They I team mean, them up and then battle. There's gotta be a little bit of tension. I mean, once in a while the friendly competition thing is cool when you know that they're gonna Yeah. Like when you got like if you got Seth Rollins and AJ Styles shaking hands and going, Let's tear the house down, that's cool. Because it's like, yeah, you know yeah. it's gonna be good, but when it's just a random Bailey and Ember Moon thing, which I, I'm, I like Ember Moon a lot, mm-hmm. Bailey, I just kind of, eh, she's like a, eh, she, I'm just burnt out on her. It's a kids thing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we have been for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and, but I'm glad to see Ember Moon finally getting a title shot. Yeah, and it is SummerSlam, so maybe she wins. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, let's I see could see here. Bailey as just a transitional champion. Yeah. Uh, then we get New Day comes out and they the New Day comes out and does their thing and then Daniel Bryan just keeps walking back and forth like he comes out and then goes back and then comes out and then goes back and then comes out and drops the mic and goes back like two. Yeah, times he was supposed to make a career altering uh, announcement and he yeah he basically refused to make the announcement. Okay. And then they it was strange. And then they had the match, because Samoa Joe comes out, talks some smack, then Elias comes out with extremely tight pants on and talks some smack, and then Randy Orton comes out and talks some Extremely smack. tight. <laughs> they were tight, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could not wrestle in those. <clears throat> uh, uh, Randy Orton pinning Kofi, I hope that's not like a foreshadowing of SummerSlam, because that's not what I want to see. But you know it is. <laughs> you know, but you know it's coming. Yeah, I don't. Why? <coughs> is it like it's Randy Orton? Is it because like once a year they have to throw Randy Orton in a title match or something? Is that what it is? I just don't get it. Maybe it's his. Maybe it's in his contract. <laughs> I mean, that's legit. That could be what it is. But I could yeah. see the thing is, Randy like Orton every summer like, he has to have a title shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that match happened. It was all right. It was okay. Yeah. It was it was a star power match of the night, basically. Yeah. Uh, then a women's tag team match: the Iconics versus the Kabuki Warrior. I didn't know they yeah. called themselves that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't when watch I heard this it, match. I was like, "That's kind of uh, that's kind of borderline for me." Just that they had to give them some kind of Japanese name, yeah. Yeah. 
I just thought it was a little much. I think the women's tag titles are just a waste of space. I'm sorry. Yeah. In WWE, they are. In a place where, like, the women actually, they put it on women that are going to destroy each other and have a great match. That's cool, but, like, it's just a waste of space in WWE. It's it's so boring. And I'm uh, not, I, Yeah, I, I, I think the same way. I <clears throat> think it would... I can see the women's tag titles meaning more in AEW because they promote their women the same way they promote the men. Yeah. Or Ring of Honor. I mean, W... Yeah. And WWE's kind of gotten to that point where they're starting, you know, with the women tearing the house down, you know, the last couple of years. They were. But it's not... Yeah, they were. And now it's kind of... It almost seems like it's leveled out. Yeah. It's fizzling out. Other than Becky. But, yeah, I just... it's There's too many titles. Yeah. Period. Uh, Andrade versus Apollo Crews. <clears throat> it's interesting to see Apollo Crews get a win over him, but then next week they'll do it again, and Andrade will win, and whatever. Probably two out of three falls next week. <laughs> you know, I really wish that Andrade would be in some sort of title matches, because he's so good. It's like, why did you bring him to the main roster? Because he was fantastic on NXT. He was, he's like a... Uh, old LIJ guy. Yeah, I, I just I want to see him in a program with somebody. Yes, a good program. Yes, I mean, and Not I got Rey the Mysterio. whole. Yeah, like when they did the Rey Mysterio thing, those those matches were really good, but it wasn't a program. Like there was never, it wasn't really on pay per view. It wasn't a. They didn't make it anything. No. Other than SmackDown Live, it was always on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see Andrade doing something. Uh, and then we get Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. And Kevin Owens, what's up with him and the stunner thing the last two weeks? Is that like, are they trying? I, to, I, they're trying to make him like a Stone Cold S character or something. I mean, if anybody could do it on the main roster, he could. Yeah. Currently. And, that, and that's kind of my thoughts on it. Was are they? It almost seems like they're trying too hard. Yeah. They, like the finisher. Like, that's... like we talked about six months ago. They had it with Becky. Yeah. And <sighs> if they would have gave Becky the stunner. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, like you said, if anybody can do it, it's, it's Kevin Owens. But I, I don't know. He's got enough of his own moves that are that are good. Kevin Owens is hands down probably top three on the main roster right now it's hard to say yeah. who number one is but kevin owens is no doubt up there with one of the best people they have in their company right now he's so good yeah he, it, i would say it's aj seth and kevin owens yeah that's probably it yeah seth as a heel would be better for a microphone yes but seth as a wrestler just good just good Samoa Joe, he's up there top five-ish, I think, especially on the mic. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, uh, see, Kevin Owens, this match didn't really have a finish. Like, Shane brought out a bunch of lumberjacks, and then they KO. He hit he hit Ziggler some sort of move and then ran off. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, he went, he went out of the ring, he hit Shane with a stunner, and then took off running. That was it. Right. And then the show yeah. ended. 
And Shane gets on the mic and goes, you're going to pay for this. You're going to pay for this. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So obviously we're getting Kevin Owens and Shane program again, and we'll have it at SummerSlam, and it'll have to be some sort of stipulation so Shane can do his fucking coast-to-coast and his, his elbow drop onto the announce table. <clears throat> Something big where he jumps I'm, I'm off I'm assuming it'll be a false count anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Extreme rules. Like him in the men's at yeah. Mania. Yeah. yeah. But we've seen this. This Didn't they have a Hell in a Cell match like two years ago? I'm pretty sure that's uh, what it was. Was it Hell in a Cell or was it just a cage? It was Hell in a Cell because uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he no, jumped you're off. Right, you're right. Yeah. Sami Zayn pulled him off the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... Yeah, two years ago, because it was before Sammy got hurt. Yeah. And he missed almost a year, didn't he? Yeah. Like nine months? Yep. Uh, anyways, SmackDown was okay. I haven't watched it, actually, in a long time. So, for me, I don't have much to compare it to, but I know it's... Right. And when you read that about how CBS Sports said that it was underwhelming, for me, it was, I guess, because I hadn't watched it in so long. Maybe I should watch it. Yeah, yeah. If that because was if this was underwhelming, yeah, I, I was, I was entertained. I wasn't bored. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say I didn't look down at my phone a couple of times, but yeah, that's. I mean, I do that during a movie, you know. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, like if like the last AEW show, which one was that? Bite for the Fall India. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean. I don't even look at my phone during that. Yeah. But I mean but I mean I'm more invested in that. I feel like, you know, with us being at the not the first but technically the first one, I feel like almost like we're a part of it. <clears throat> we're gr- we're growing up with them. With AEW. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody's is that way. Uh, let me look up some, what do we got for SummerSlam so far, since I didn't, since it's coming up so fast, I didn't realize it was so early this year. Yeah, we're less than a month away already. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, my, okay, whatever. I type in some, just Google, is just weird. Alright. I wanted to thank you for listening and being a part of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. But I just have one favor to ask, and that is that you visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast merchandise. And we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash... Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio keto-friendly dairy snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Uh, shields and quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours. All right, so, yeah, August 11th. I like that they're in Toronto. I don't know what it is, but I like when they're in Toronto. I like a big pay-per-view outside of the U.S. once in a while. Okay, so we only have three matches confirmed. Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins for the Universal title. Becky Lynch and Natalya for the Raw Women's title. And Bailey and Ember Moon for the SmackDown Women's title. So do you think we get Kofi and Randy, or do you think we get Kofi and Samoa? That's a tough one, because the way they foreshadowed it last night, you know how they love to use Randy Orton in title matches. Yeah. And I And I can't see him taking on anybody else. No. I don't see Randy Orton in any other. Maybe they do a triple threat. I would, I would like to see a multi-man match there. That way, when Kofi loses, it's like the odds were against him. That way, he doesn't just get yeah. He doesn't just get smoked by Randy Orton. And I feel like Randy Orton's character these days goes better in a triple threat match because he is more likely to be Viper esque and strike at any time. You yeah, know, yeah. he can be on the outside and you think he's out of it, and then he just comes up and you get the RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. And crowd pops for that. Little popsky, yeah, and then uh, of course I, I I think we can easily add Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt to that card. Demon Finn, yeah, mm-hmm. and versus the Fiend, and Kevin Owens and uh, Shane McMahon, some sort of like pro- you're probably right. Falls count anywhere that way. He can do the stage dive and he can do his little spot. Because that's what it's all about. It's all about Shane getting that spot in. That's that's what his matches yeah. are for. Especially now, like you, they can't go a single match without him doing the big spot now. And that's cool. It's fun to see. But it's like after a while, it's like just do something different, not just jump off something really high. I honestly think that's the only reason why he's so prominent on TV is, for is the because big spots. yeah, is to build him up to get a match to the point where you know you're going to at least get one big holy shit spot yeah. on that pay-per-view. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of news-wise. I don't think there's much news going on. Report, was Bischoff live at Smack behind backstage? Bischoff, you on e-wrestling? Yeah. Bischoff was not involved in any of the creative meetings involved yeah. in putting the show together. We reported last week that Bischoff recently moved to Stanford in order to begin work in his new capacity for the company. The changes aren't going to happen overnight, though. Cool. Well, he wasn't there, so that explains stuff, I guess. Uh, yeah, not, there's not a lot of news going on, really. Kind of a it's kind of a quiet time right now because all we got going now is we got the build to SummerSlam, we got the build to All Out. Do you think they did? Uh, do you think they did SummerSlam a little earlier this year? Well, no, I w- no, 
I was gonna say because of All Out, but it was it was booked. I love how you you were talking about it and thinking about it at the same time, like, and you're like, no, they wouldn't do that. Well, I was like, maybe they booked it the way they did because of All Out, but then again, they booked that like a year ago, so. And with AEW doing their shows on Saturdays, that leads you to believe at some point they're going to have conflicting weekends. Yeah. You're going to have an AEW show on a Saturday and a WWE show on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Although Cody knows the schedule, though. And, I mean, they're not stupid. They can just look it up. But they can avoid that. But maybe they just do it on purpose one weekend after they've bulk themselves up enough to step into that position because I would say next year probably around and I hate to say it because it seems like they're kind of doing the whole Memorial Labor Day thing like we talked about yesterday we wish they'd stop doing that yeah I feel like all out is always going to be around Labor Day weekend that's going to be their Wrestlemania yeah right but Maybe, you know, they move it up and try to go up against SummerSlam. You never know. You never know. Because we got, what was Impact to Slammiversary, which is in, like, well, it's Slammiversary or Bound for Glory. I've always seen those as, like, I've always seen Bound for Glory back in the day. I've seen that as the WrestleMania for Impact. Yeah. Slammiversary is in June, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah, okay. yeah, June, July, yeah, because yeah, it just June. happened like a couple weeks ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Bound for Glory is October, so you got that, and then you got Japan's got Wrestle Kingdom in January, and then you got Ring of Honor's. Was that December or something? Yeah, yeah. Final battle, final battle, yeah. and then you got these guys at like early end of August, early September. So it's kind of an all right spot for it. And then you've got Triple A. They do Triple Mania, and that's coming up. Yeah, that's in September. I think it's the first week of August, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, I could be wrong. It might be the end of July, but so well, Evolve also Evolve was on the WWE Network because a lot of their guys was there. But I guess that's got to do with Triple H or something because. Yeah, Triple H and William Regal and scouting Evolve for the last few years, and they kind of have this working agreement, obviously, now with them being on the network. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it. I heard it was a really good show. Yeah, um, I'm sure it was but it fantastic. Was, yeah, and it was from the ECW arena, and Heyman was there, so that's pretty cool. I started watching it the other day while I was doing laundry, and then I was like, well, this is three hours. <laughs> I'm so bad about watching it now. That's the that's the worst part about wrestling these days. It's always it's like three like, hours, and, and everybody's busy. Everybody's got stuff going on. Yeah, like like even on your day off, you're like, do I really want to spend my day off? Well, you especially sitting inside. don't want to do it on your day off. Yeah, because you're like three hours. How many YouTube videos can I watch in three hours? <laughs> yeah. I can watch the highlights in 30 minutes. Yeah, and I can move on. Yeah. Oh. What? But uh yeah, I did watch BTE after we recorded yesterday and it was it was a good episode. Yeah, I haven't 
really watched it a lot lately. I watched last week's, I think, so and then I got back into it this week. So maybe I'm getting on a streak here. I, I enjoyed the uh, stadium spot because we've been talking about that since all in. Oh, yeah. Where they said, and, maybe we can run this one day, and it's going to happen. Yeah, they'll run it. And he said, I, I love how he said, there, there's no rent. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah. Well, the rent would be free. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the, the hangman spot when he's taking a piss. Yeah, that's cool. That was funny. I, I love when he's and telling then, to wash his hands. Yeah. The end uh, with the Bucks and Cody and Dustin in that room with the dominoes. That was funny. Yeah. And then he hands him and a I, pizza I like and how, two slices. Yeah. And then he, Nick takes a bite and then Cody takes a bite of the same pizza. Yeah. Like, you got to be close to be able to. I, I can't do that shit. Eat the same pizza. Like, I'm not sharing food with somebody else. Uh, drinks is one thing, but food's definitely. Yeah. Drinks is is even iffy with me. Like, if it's booze, like, I just think, you know, well, the alcohol kills it. But, like, I'm not sharing a, a soda with somebody or water. Well, no, I mean, if you're like, taste this. Not like, here, you want to drink? Oh, her. Is it, is it your turn? I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, but, like, even then, like, you're, you're like, okay, it? well, don't, don't put your mouth on it, at least. Yeah. Don't be an animal. Yeah. Animal house. Howdy, y'all, and y'all better not forget, you gotta go over to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save you 10% on your order. But you can also go to Zubas.com and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout, but that saves you 15% on your order. My grandpa said he remembers Zubas, and he said you ought to swing by there and buy some shirts. That's some dang good country. So I got a I got a question. This is just kind sure. of a, er, just an early thought. I know it's a little early to talk about it, but it's never too early because we book stuff in advance. What do you think is our uh, championship contenders and stuff for WrestleMania 36? Holy shit! We're getting man. towards SummerSlam, so the build the build for that is going to start like in a couple weeks. You're stretching this out. Well, I just thought about this morning. I was like, you know, we're usually good at booking shit in advance, but usually just by accident. Yeah. So I was running through my mind, and I was like, I can't, I don't know who I see walking out in April as champion of WrestleMania 36. Obviously, Brock will have the belt until then, no doubt. Unfortunately. It's a a matter of who his contender is. Probably Roman Reigns again, because they don't know what to do. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's early pre- early predictions before SummerSlam even and before like this year is kind of played out. Yeah. I I can see I see AJ winning the belt at Mania. Hey. Hey now. That's enough. <laughs> uh Beans, come Because here. he's never he's never had that moment. Yeah, I feel like he's. I mean, I like that because it's AJ. So yeah, I'm happy with that. But I feel like. But I. But I. I hope they run the club until then, at least. Yeah. And then AJ wins the belt and turns face. I think that's the best way to do that. 
like the club kind of helps him on the road too. And then he's like, I don't not, I'm not saying I don't need you guys, but in some way he's like, I don't want to do it this way anymore. I want to, I want to be that clean living guy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like it could be also a year where AJ wins the rumble because I feel like he's got to get that once before he's done. That's how it has to happen. Yeah. Gall- got- Gall- Gallows and Anderson's help Gallows and Anderson help him win the rumble. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool actually. And then but you see some kind of tension yeah. after they help him and he's like, What the you know, what the fuck? You know, yeah, like, why AJ's not gonna say that. What the frig, I guess AJ would say. What the mixer slash styles clash. <laughs> um as far as far as the WWE title uh, and I know this person's technically on Raw, but who cares? Hello. <laughs> is that, Dog. which one is that? That's beans. Frank? Beans. Okay. Beans. I knew it was Frank and or Beans. Franks and Beans. <clears throat> I've only like met Levi and Mariah's dogs like twice, so. You've seen Thunder more. The Australian Th- yeah, Thunder. but you, but you guys bring him on the road with you. She has to bring him everywhere. Yeah. He goes to Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> Starring um, Terry Balea. <laughs> Uncle Terry Gene Balea Hogan. Uh, I, th- I think Bray Wyatt is going to be the other champion. You think so? Yeah. I feel like he deserves it this time. Like, this time, it's like, build him up. He's he's in great shape, dude. Yeah, he looks really great. Shape. But I think with the way his first title run went and only having it for a month... It was shitty. Um, I feel like if he wins it at Mania and a crowd reaction, because he's going to get one if it happens. Oh, yeah. It's got to be big this time. More likely to to trust him. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I felt it getting choppy, choppy, pee-pee. Yeah, it was. I, I like the idea of Bray Wyatt and AJ being the champs, but it's like, who is the one who dethrones Brock? You know, who does that? I feel like you can have... I think... You can have AJ I think do AJ because, does. Yeah. Because he's more established, and it's like... You can trust that he flies around and beats the shit out of him, and then... Then you got... You got Bray and whoever else in that program. Just not Randy Orton, because that was a I don't flop. think it'll be Kofi. I, I would no. like to see Bray Wyatt and Samoa Joe at WrestleMania. That'd be fantastic. But that's not that's not the match they want. They want Bill Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, you know. So well, like, maybe with with Heyman and Bischoff taking over the reins. Yeah. Bischoff wants something new. He wants something fresh. Well, he, he knows. He d- yeah. He knows what works now. Yeah. Um he, he whether he's working in the business or not cuz no matter what he says, he's always been working in the business. Yeah. He, know, he because, knows the business. Yeah, even if he was away for 10 years or whatever, like, he still always had his finger on the pulse. He's always yeah. doing other stuff. Yeah. But he's always connected to wrestling in some shape or form. And I think I think the podcast really helped him get more, like, more of a thought of maybe I should come back. Maybe I sh- maybe I would make a difference, and I think that's what it was. I think it that it it was a 
he does he didn't think he could make a difference anymore. Yeah. And now he's seeing, okay, well if anybody can do this, maybe it's me. Did you see did you read that stuff? Yeah, I like that. Did you read that stuff about how supposedly I don't remember where it was, the source or anything, but it said supposedly Vince McMahon is starting to come to terms with the fact that they need a change. I saw that as well, and I don't remember where it was. I don't I, think it was e-wrestling news. I, I think it was one of those random clickbait things. But I don't remember it being a not – like, I remember it being somewhat of a name. Let me try to find it. Maybe it was Wrestle Rumors. Yeah. I feel like that's what it like was. That. Let me check this out real quick. Uh, I mean, I mean, let's face it. Vince McMahon is not a stupid person. He's naive to the point where he doesn't, he almost shuts himself down from the real world from what we see. But, I mean, he's a genius. And that term is, is thrown around loosely with him. But, yeah. I mean, even in his old senile age, <laughs> he's still, I mean, he can still put a fucking show together. I mean, I'm not saying he can build a card like we talked about how WCW always had the best cards, but I th- I think he I think he has the right people around him, kind of in his ear. I think Triple H and Stephanie kind of both, and I'm sure Triple H and Stephanie talk at home about this shit. Okay, yeah. So yeah, they do because they're probably stressed out. He's like, your dad needs to change. So, yeah. what culture had it, which they probably got it from a good source, the Sportster had it. Uh, these were on like July 8th, July 9th is when this came okay. out. But yeah, what culture said it, the report. Vince McMahon finally admits WWE Raw need to change. So Just Smack, Raw. Just, SmackDown 2 needs it, but he said, it just says Raw. I feel like... I, Something's brewing. I mean, there's no doubt something's brewing. So they're they're coming up. They're working on something. I feel like I gotta. I feel like I gotta give it to them for that. I feel like they gotta be working on something. They just hired Damon and Bischoff. Supposedly, Vince says this. That could be some idiot just making shit up. But something's uh something's coming. Surely, especially with the AEW on the on the horizon. Like they they know obviously it's been mentioned at meetings or whatever, but and you got all your wrestlers wanting to leave for AEW, so they know something's up. Especially when they hear people say like someone who's worked for the company for a couple of years and then they leave, and the first thing they do is of course Chris Van Vliet gets an interview with them, and then they talk about how they make more money on the indies than they do in WWE. Yeah, so. Yeah, they know there's money to be made out there outside of it. So it's like WWE knows that there's bigger shit for them to do. But at the same time, in Vince's head, he's like, "No, we're the biggest shit, pal." So it's like, but something's coming. Something's happening. I don't know what it is, but something's. We're getting some wheels rolling here. I don't know what, but I feel like something's gonna happen. Is there? I'm trying to think of when when did WWE when did Raw go to three hours? I think it was right after the thousandth episode or whatever. Like twenty okay. twelve or thirteen 12? or something. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Because I'm wondering, like, is there something in the contract that says if it's not performing to a certain extent, they drop it back down to two hours? Because I just feel like that's what needs to happen. Three hours oh, is definitely. too long for a TV show. Three hours is totally unnecessary for a live TV show, unless it's a football and, and game. We or we've complained about it. Other pe- everybody complains about it. Yeah, but it's funny because when Raw was two hours, we complained about that because it's like there's all these other guys yeah. that aren't getting a spot, but they're still not they're getting st- a spot. So I was about to say they're still not getting a spot with three hours. They're using the same guys multiple times, and I get that because I see it as like a creative writing thing. It's like, okay, we got to base this show around this guy this week. But like with the – and I know people enjoy it, and it's it's funny, the 24-7 thing. But, you know, when they're doing that segment three or four times a night, that's so much time that they're wasting on that. Well, and if you break it down – It's not going anywhere. No. If you break it down and look at it with commercial breaks, it's only about two hours and 20 minutes or something. I mean, yeah. you got like 40 hours, 40 minutes of commercials in the three yeah. hours. So. Are you a man that prefers the can and likes the occasional wine? Well, look no further as we have a solution for you. Man can wine. That's right. Wine in a can. Our friends over at ManCanWine.com have the ultimate drink for any man or woman looking for their favorite adult beverage in a can. They come in a variety of flavors, red, white, fizz, and rosé. Each can contains the equivalent to a half a bottle of wine and 12.5% alcohol. Each can also has a special inner lining to prevent that aluminum taste that we all know. So head over to ManCanWine.com and get your koozies ready or purchase them at mancanwine.com from mancan your very own mancan koozie make sure to use coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order that's mancanwine.com using coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order uh it's just i don't know it's it's time for a change, and hopefully they realize that. But let's let's sit back for a little bit and see what Heyman and Bischoff do. You know, with I'm I'm still very shocked that Heyman, uh, Bischoff moved to Stanford. That's pretty yeah. shocking because I know he doesn't want to do that. We've you know I've heard him say that. So maybe he just doesn't feel like doing the travel schedule because then he's always on the road every week. He's on a plane, on a plane, on a plane. So maybe that's why. But even then, though, he's still. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's still got to be on a plane every week to go to TV, but. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it it saves at least a trip to the office. You know, it's right down the road. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting, but. I don't know. I don't know know what to think about it right now. Yeah. As, As much as I love AEW so far and, you know, we love the talent. But I just, the kid in me is just so disappointed that WWE isn't what it should be. Oh, yeah, totally. It's definitely a bummer, dude. Because it's, yeah, like, it, that's what we I grew think up that's on. why we, yeah, that's why we harp on it so much. We don't, 
I mean, and not that I ever think that that's going to go away because it's so it is successful, but it's not what it used to be. I mean, the the stories are garbage. The the, the talent's good. There's no problem with the talent. Um, But I mean, when you see like even pay-per-views now aren't selling out, that's that's crazy to me because even like the B shows would at least get close to selling out. I mean, yeah, even in, like even in the mid two thousands, ruthless aggression, middle ruthless aggression era, you'd have a a vengeance, and Jr. would be like the sold out crowd, and it's like yeah. that sells out, but not you know. So I don't know. They and maybe it's just now. It's that's I'm sure that's part of it. Is people are like wrestling's just not as big as it once was. I mean, that's definitely part of it, but. It's, it's it's like it's on back. the rise again. Yeah, yeah, it's coming back. So it's like maybe we're still in that little phase, like that nineteen ninety six seven, I guess era yeah. where it's like it's like getting better, but it's like it's not all the way there yet. We haven't reached ninety eight, ninety nine yet. You know what cracks me up is when I hear people on shoot interviews or on YouTube or whatever, and they're like, "Wrestling is the most popular it's been since the Attitude Era." Well, not like worldwide. Like wrestling is is more popular now than it has been since then. Yeah. With wrestling fans. Yeah. It's yeah, not exactly not. With you don't see rest. You you don't see wrestling on Family Feud anymore. You don't no. see wrestling on on Entertainment Tonight like Fear we factor. used to see it. You don't see you don't see res- wrestlers as as prominent on like the Tonight Show and stuff like maybe around WrestleMania, but that's a that's it. Yeah. But I remember, I remember in the '90s, Hogan was on Jay Leno all the time, yeah. and not just the build to you know that match or whatever, but like I mean, just randomly. Yeah, yeah. You don't see people walking down the street wearing uh, Kevin Owens shirts every day, you know? Right. And, or like back in the day, everybody had an NWO shirt. Everybody had a DX right. shirt. And we've so, talked about that, how we, like, when we see somebody out in the wild and they're wearing a, a Young Buck shirt. Hey, man, you like, like oh wrestling? Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Hold yeah. me. I think the way Let's you be put best it, friends. The way you put it is the best by saying wrestling is big with wrestling fans right now. It's not People are coming with... back. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that yeah. they're not, but it takes time. It's going to take time. And I and I yeah. think AEW being an alternate alternative to WWE is going to help because the people, especially around where we live, that were I mean, yeah, in the '90s everybody had cable, but like before that, like Something. you know when you had TBS and that was about it, and then your locals, I think you watched big, NWA. Yeah, I think a big part of AEW being in the like competition is it competition is it competition. They got to deal with TNT, so that's kind of a big. That's where everybody's getting that nostalgic feeling of, oh wow, TNT. Like, I mean, if you think of it, wrestling hasn't been on TNT in almost twenty years. It's been eighteen years now since wrestling's been on TNT. So, I mean, that's pretty big deal. I mean, you got Impact, but it's on. It's on a different channel every other year. You know, they're getting new. Seems like every other week. Yeah, it's always something new. Like now it's on the Paramount channel or something. I don't remember. Yeah, Paramount Network, but it's going to Access soon. Oh yeah, it's going to Access. So that's good. Which which I think they'll find a good home there because yeah. Mark Mark Cuban seems to know that wrestling is 
kind of on the upswing with yeah he has new japan on there he has uh wow on there yeah so i i, I think they'll find a good home there access and is like it, my favorite tv channel oh i so love it it's dude. awesome you get wrestling, you get concerts, you yeah. get all kinds of shit on there. Yeah, it's a good channel. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the TNT thing's got to do with the AEW comparison. And it's, I mean, Jim Ross even says it's not competition for WWE. And I think to an extent it's not. But I think to somewhere WWE can lose its viewers, that's a place for them to go. Because... Everybody that watches most, I would say 80% of people that watches WWE is a little bit more, they know what's going on. So it's like they know who the Bucks are, they know who Cody is, they know who Hangman is, stuff like that. But the other 20% is the people who are just like, that's just their thing. They're like casual, like you always say, casual wrestling fans. Yeah. And, and kid, you know, you put kids in that in that group, unless their parents like me or or when you have kids, you know, they're going to know about, you know, you're, I'm sure you'll go back like I did and show them what you watched, you know, either yeah. when you grew up or like right before this started. They're going to be like, hey, how'd this start? And you're going to be like, oh, let me show you being the elite. Yeah. And you're yeah. going to show you're going to show them that video of when the elite stormed raw. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that's where it started. Yeah. This whole thing. And it, it's cool to think that. And I, re- I remember when that video went live and we watched it, you know, because we always watch it kind of together. And they're like, wow, this is really cool. And then I'm like, OK, well, now let's go back and watch the DX invasion because yeah. that's what it reminded me of so it's, <laughs> and, yeah, and exactly. everybody else. But yeah, that's what it was, essentially. But but that's the main thing is like. Wrestling fans that are parents, they have to show their kids other things. Yeah, they can't. And I, and I, you know, everybody has their favorites and whatever. And and that's like Amanda always says. You know, you get on, you get on the boys. You know, and I, I mean, it's not like I beat them or anything for like in Roman Reigns or John Cena. But I'm like, you know, and Amanda's <laughs> like, what's the difference of you growing up and like in Hulk Hogan? Yeah, he wasn't the best wrestler, but he was the Roman he Reigns was back the then. In person, yeah. Right. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Yeah. And you know what? It's kind of like, like you know they're right, and you're like, damn it. But but in the same turn, it's like, okay, well I like Shawn Michaels, and you kind of you could compare him kind of to to AJ or Seth, you know that that guy that can wrestle and tear the house down, or Bret Hart wrestle a mop and make it look good. Yeah, yeah. It's but, like uh, when we did that Judgment Day 2000 review. I didn't realize 
The Rock was that Hulk Hogan, Roman Reigns, that guy with the low, the lack of move set, but the just the popular dude. When we watch Judgment Day, and the charisma, yeah. And it's like him and Triple H for an hour. You kind of see The Rock. You see his weaknesses with like he doesn't have that oh, technicality. Man. So it's like it felt so bad for us to pick yeah, that apart to the say way that. Did. Yeah, but The Rock still he's always going to be like a legend, you know. But it's just that's yeah, that's how it is. You can't. The kids nowadays, that's their Hulk Hogan's and Rocks and Stone Cold's is is uh, uh, Roman and uh, hopefully not Brock Lesnar, but yeah, Brock, I guess. Yeah. I wonder what kids think about Brock Lesnar, you know? My kids are tired of him. <laughs> well, they know wrestling a little more than most kids. Yeah, so. I mean, I, kids are smart. Yeah. So I can kind of see, like, well, they're like, well, he's the champion, but why isn't he around? But, yeah. you know, the funniest thing is, is we did, and we've talked about this before, like, we usually do, we rehash everything, but Hulk Hogan wasn't on TV every week when I was a kid. He was on TV way more than Brock, though. Let's be real. But uh, but in the WWF days. Yeah. WCW, yeah. oh, yeah, he was definitely on Nitro more than, but he got paid a lot more. Yeah, but, but like in the in the in the late eighties, early nineties, Hogan was. I mean, you might see him on Saturday Night's Main Event. He didn't wrestle on Superstars or Wrestling Challenge didn't or any of that him, shit. Brother. No, he worked the pay per view. I mean, he worked the nights, but they didn't televise the matches because ah. he just he'd wrestle like a jobber or he'd wrestle whoever he's in a feud with, and they send the crowd home happy. Yeah, that's basically them working the kinks out of the match for Saturday Night's Main Event or yeah. WrestleMania or whatever. But it, yeah, it was very rare that he was on TV every week. Yeah. And now, let me introduce you to the world's best pro wrestling channel. That is Powerslam.tv. Powerslam lets you stream the entire world of pro wrestling all in a single channel for one low price bringing over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe, right onto your laptop and mobile devices. You can find all of your favorite kinds of wrestling, British Strong Style, Women's Wrestling, Lucha Libre, Technical, Comedic, High Flying, Hardcore, and many others. In addition to the most recent events, Power Slam also gives you shoot interviews, backstage footage, roundtables, and lifestyle videos of legendary names in the pro wrestling industry. That's powerslam.tv. And make sure to use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to give you one month free to view over 4,000 hours of content on powerslam.tv using coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so I think that was a good little added bonus episode. We kind of just rehashed a bunch of shit, like you said, but it's all right. Yeah, but you know, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's good to talk about. Than, it's better than a few episodes that we've put out recently. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to cover. I don't really think so. I think we're like definitely said, better quality. Yeah, it's better quality. Yeah, and I can even always... though. Like, Levi's having to look up my nose because I'm, like, trying to position my phone every time it gets choppy-choppy pee-pee and my <laughs> arm hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the arm hair rolling. Anyways. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. A uh, little added bonus episode. 
Go to gogreenhemp.com and use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% there? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's a good percent for hemp, especially. That shit's expensive, dude. Yeah, it is. It's way too expensive. Like if, like when I have to go to the to the little gas station or whatever to get some gummies, it's literally ten bucks for five. Yeah, and you're gonna eat them all. At least I do. I eat in all five. W- in one day. Yeah, yeah. I eat I eat all five at like once. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll usually have I'll usually have two early and then maybe three at night if I'm gonna if I'm gonna blaze through them. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a good sleep. I don't usually eat them before work or anything because I get nah. I, I get, get tired. About, yeah, it's gonna tire me out and stuff. But that's like when when I have to work those fourteen hour days. I don't eat in the during the day because I'm just gonna be I'm ready for a nap. It's gonna bring you down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited this week because I go to my concert Friday and then I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then so I'm off four days this weekend. So I only work three. So days you'll this be week. good and refreshed before the show next week. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, refreshed, that. refreshed, and mentally maybe, or yeah, physically, maybe. not mentally. Physically, yeah. Because yeah. I guarantee you, you're like me. Like, you know, it's like, oh, well, you get four days off a week. Yeah, but I work the same amount of ye- as most people do in three days. So by the yeah. time I'm recovered, it's time to go back to work. That's like nurse schedule. Like right I'm exhausted. There. I'm fucking exhausted. Like today's Wednesday, and I. I realized that, fuck, it's already Tuesday. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even drink this week, and it's fucking went by fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got I got a big thing next weekend, so I'm trying to get my ducks in we a We got row. a, turn- a yeah. tournament? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Very big. It's the biggest. It's the biggest time of the year, so. LPGA? No, it's uh Oh no, they go they go to Rogers. They go don't to they? Rogers, yeah. yeah. Actually that was like a week or two ago. That's when I'm thankful I don't work yeah, at I, that place. I'm trying to, it wasn't my sister, somebody it was one of my sister's friends, I have them on Snapchat and they were posting pictures from it. Yeah, yeah, like ESPN's I don't, I, there and I shit. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna work that event one year. It's uh it's because I heard they made a shit ton of money. Oh yeah, bartending yeah. in those events. They have a trailer out front with just packed with food for like a week, like two trailers. It's That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So, I so 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 next week. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I don't need to explain anymore. Okay. <laughs> You're like I'm getting too detailed in my real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, I just realized how old I fucking look in my eyes right now. <laughs> Like the fucking crow's feet and shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Crow's feet are all right though. They're cool. What about James yeah. Hetfield, dude? What happened to that guy? Dude, he looks like my great grandpa. He like last like two and years he's ago. He's been he dead for like years. That. Yeah, I know. He looks like a grumpy old man. It's probably that fucking travel schedule, dude. The the fucking meme of him and the cowardly lion. I haven't Have you seen, seen that. that? Huh. Oh man. And then uh, somebody tweeted it to him, and it's like, stop sending me this shit. That's what he said. Yeah. I don't know if that's real. Somebody, yeah, somebody probably just put it on there. But I love that his Instagram um, name is Papa Head. It has to be. I didn't know that that's what that was. I'm so happy for him. Well, it's like Papa Buck. You're going to call him anything else but Papa Buck. What about Papa Papa Ulrich? You can't, it doesn't have the ring, man. Yeah, no. But Lars. Lars. (laughs) 
Lars is like everybody's brother. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, ugh. Like, everybody'd hang out with Lars. Like, hey, let's go down here and, like, play some tennis and stuff. Um, I was thinking, um, we could, uh, play Master one more time. Uh, I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to get it down. <laughs> like, you've been playing this shit for 30 years. <laughs> what do you need to rehearse it 20 fucking times for? They're in the, I, I do like that Metallica is in the tuning room every day before their show. Because they're getting, they're, like, practicing every day. Yeah, there's a video that I've like have saved on my YouTube of them in the tuning room playing Love Gun. Oh, really? That's good. Yeah, I like it's that. it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's I mean it's very rough, but it's still cool. Like I love to see bands that I like playing other bands that I like. Yeah, of course. It's fun. You know like, what? I'm gonna uh, spend Love Gun before I go to work. Like uh, Corey Taylor, uh, Stone Sour's cover of Love Gun. I don't think I've heard theirs. Oh, man, it's so fucking good. I want to listen to it, then. I know like, the cover of uh, Rainbow in the Dark. I yeah. Listen to that. I actually haven't listened to that. I'm going to listen to that. It's all right, yeah. Um, but they do it live a lot. Love but, uh Yeah, but the studio version's really fucking good. I mean, not that the live version's not, but... I like Corey Taylor's voice a lot. Yeah, I do, too. I like, I like his, his acoustics stuff. Yeah, he's good, man. Corey Taylor's yeah. He's very versatile, but I feel like yeah. it's the new Slipknot stuff is... His Stone Sour and like solo shit's kind of rubbing off on that, which is fine. Yeah, it's mixing in. The yeah. new metal thing is over with. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, yeah, what I was saying earlier. Next week we'll, I guess we'll kind of cover if anything's going on. We'll probably cover the Raw reunion briefly. But uh, yeah. we were talking about maybe doing a a non wrestling show. Yeah. Because it's been a while. It has we been did a the while. we did the music one last June or July, and then we did the. The horror movie one in October. And I could change obviously. my top ten music one today and it would oh, be yeah. half different from that yeah. one. So we'll talk about we'll kinda maybe send three or four texts this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And figure that out. Like five tops. And then we'll figure it out have it figured out by Monday and I'll release a graphic on Twitter and Instagram of what we're gonna do. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I hope everybody we're, enjoyed the show. Uh, it was kind I of did. A, I thought yeah, it was I fun. Think, I think it was good. We had a good little discuss. It was like a discussion show, SmackDown slash discussion. I think we need to go back to the discussion format. Yeah, the, no, oh, I well, feel there like wasn't a format. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, we used to we used to cover stuff, and then we do a discussion episode. Yeah, so. I like that because then it's like no holds barred. You can talk about whatever, you know. We choppy pp. You can talk. Yeah. You can talk about whatever. So, anyways, yeah. Follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. I'm, of course, Levi Diesel on Twitter and Levi Zinfandel on Instagram. And he is currently paused on my Skype screen. I'm paused. Did it? What about now? Like, it, you're just, you're like... But I'm. you can still hear me, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, can okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, yeah, follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Tommy Walter live on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, all that good stuff. Help us get up in the charts. Because I said a couple weeks ago, my goal of podcasting is to <laughs> at least once make it in iTunes Top 200. Did you see that by chance? No. Uh, I'm still paused? Yeah. Okay, I was mooning the camera, so... Oh, okay, I'm I didn't get a reaction. Shot what I'm paused at. Okay.
I'll show you what your faces looked like for the last two minutes. But yeah, leave a review because it helps us out and it's cool of you to do. So if you enjoy the show. And if you really like yeah. the show, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Hills and Quads and get some of our merch. Or go to everybody's favorite, GoGreenHemp.com and use coupon code Hills and Quads in all caps at checkout to save 15% on your motherfucking order. Yeah, and uh, hit up Mancan, too, because I feel like that's the best deal out of everything. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And uh, I want some... And if you guys go there, we don't... I don't think we really make money necessarily off that, but when we do make sales, we get free wine, and I like free wine. Yeah, free wine's good. That saves me a trip to the liquor store. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually (laughs) got some England Golden Pilsners the other night. Oh, you're back. Uh, yeah, I like them. They're okay. Yeah. It's aight. Like, I can drink a six-pack of those and be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you I, sweating? No, I just, I was just thinking about stuff. About how much I like beer? <laughs> no. No, I drank three the other night, actually. I drank three beers yeah. the other night. Yeah. I was feeling it. I was, I was fine. Yeah. Yeah, but you were relaxed. Well, because I ate two hemp cookies. Yeah, so that, oh, that helped. Oh, and drank three beers? And drank three beers, yeah. Damn, you did sleep good the other I night. I slept. Huh? Yeah, I slept. <laughs> so, anyways, all right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week with another interesting episode. So be sure to tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Bye. Bye. Bitch, across the sky. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.